welcome back to Now and Find Mental Health Podcast. As always, it is Adele, and I am so happy that you are listening here today. For today's episode, it is another one in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. So we do have one of our team members on today to talk about a topic that they are passionate about. And for this conversation, I am truly an appreciation for it because I do not belong in this group whatsoever. <laughs> So, whether you belong in this group or not, it is definitely an enlightening conversation and you would for sure gain a new perspective. So, I'll go ahead and get this conversation started and let her introduce herself. Hey guys, my name is Zuri. I'm coming on here to talk about student-athlete mental health in general. To kick us off, I want to ask you, Zuri, why is this topic important to you? So I used to be um, a D1 beach volleyball player. Um, And if you don't know, uh, D1 is like the highest level of play for collegiate athletes. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty grueling um, experience, I guess you could say. Um, It's not an easy thing to do or accomplish. Mm -hmm. So I actually had to leave um, the team for my mental health after I endured an injury that was somewhat reoccurring and um, causing just a lot of trouble. Um, after I got injured in the fall, I my mental health just basically really fell off and it was a really hard thing to deal with. And I just think no one really sees how badly it can get with student athletes and all the pressure that comes with it you know the culture and um, so many athletes are afraid to ask for help or just don't have the resources to ask for help or get help and yeah I just think it's really important to spread awareness about it yeah definitely and thank you so much for bringing up your own experience and sharing your own experience because like you said athletes may not feel welcome to talking about their mental health due to the environment that they're in or the expectations that they have so thank you for being open and can we dive a little bit deeper as to what were your struggles with your mental health as an athlete yeah for sure so um I think the biggest thing is obviously the pressure of it um personally you know I had worked my whole life to get to this point basically mm-hmm. and when you put so much into something and it begins to crumble or it's not what you thought or it's really just straining on your mental health too much you know it gets overwhelming it gets scary and just confusing like this that was all I ever really knew and it was my entire life mm-hmm. so when I got injured I just resorted to feelings of hopelessness, of um, I was falling behind, you know, I'm a big, really, really big perfectionist, and I felt like I wasn't good enough, and I was not performing, I couldn't perform, Um, and when I tried to come back, I wasn't where I wanted to be, or where I felt that I should be, which just being too harsh on myself, 
-hmm. you know I think every athlete comes across that that at one point or another you're gonna be your worst enemy and like your harshest critic um and that you know that comes with a lot of things that comes with um you know this is something very specific but body dysmorphia in athletes is huge um you know you're training multiple multiple hours a day having to consume so much food just to keep you alive um and you're weighed at the d1 level at least you're you do weigh-ins um you're building muscle your your body is changing honestly you're an athlete it's gonna change um so that was one thing that i noticed within myself and within a lot of the athletes around me also um like i had said performance anxiety everyone deals with it um whether it's practice whether it's a game whether it's a championship on the line I personally, every moment for me felt big and felt like I had to be perfect, which was, you know, a really bad mindset. Um, Also, when I left the team, you know, that was losing everything that I had worked for. Mm -hmm. And that was a really hard thing to deal with and come to terms with that that was no longer my life. So, yeah, that was pretty much um, everything that I dealt with. Uh, some of it, you know, pretty much, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) No, that is a lot. And I commend you for being so open about this, because those are really hard struggles, especially as an athlete. I think you have a lot of pressures coming from different angles. And I appreciate you saying how you put a lot of pressure on yourself also. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a lot more than people realize because I feel like athletes eat, sleep, and do their sport, right? And that is, like you said, it's like their entire life and what they work hard for. And are there any other factors that you didn't mention that go into athletes struggling with their mental health? The lack of balance within athletes' lives is absolutely insane. I mean, like, I can describe somewhat of what my routine was like just to give you an idea um I would wake up at 5 30 in the morning pretty much or sometimes six if I wanted to let myself sleep in um and you have to eat breakfast as an athlete if you're not you're going to pass out and you're not going to be well and you're all of that um so I would make myself breakfast whatever whatever Um, have the worst anxiety before going to um, lift and then we would lift for about an hour and a half two hours um, around there and then immediately go into outdoor practice Um, after that sometimes we would condition um, really depends in like 112 degree heat (laughs) but um so yeah we were doing that and then after that I would go immediately to my dorm rush to shower maybe hopefully eat something um and then go immediately to extremely hard division one level classes and um suffer there and then go back to my dorm and probably have some mandatory student athlete thing to do in the evening, um, then do homework, 
study, get your hours done. Um, you have to do study hours as an athlete. Um, I think it was, I can't even remember now, like 10 a week, eight a week. Um, but it was, it's a lot when you add it up. Um, and then you're obviously going to sleep pretty, pretty late, um, getting homework done, getting everything else done. So, you know, that's, it's literally your entire life. It runs your entire life. If you are a student athlete, especially in college, um, there's just a complete lack of balance. You know, like you, if you don't find that balance, your whole social life then starts to crumble. You know, you start to lose mm. your outside friends. And then you, with that, you lose your support system or any sense of like comfort to go to. Um, so then you try and just focus and focus and focus and get better and whatever. And it's just really just a vicious cycle of if you don't get out of it and not necessarily that you have to leave the sport or do what I did, you know, to get better, but incorporating other things into your life, like um, other hobbies, having other hobbies is really important because again, like if you let this become your entire life, it's going to take over in the way that you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's just the biggest thing is that there's, no balance no one teaches you how to balance it no one shows you no one no one's gonna emphasize that you need to take care of yourself because this is just how it works a program wants to win of course you want to win um and it's not to say that people don't care but it's honestly something that has been put on the back burner by so many people in this area you know mm-hmm. um no one's going to prioritize you know reading a book on your time off they're going to be like should probably go do some more extra conditioning and get ahead and then you get in your head and you're like yeah, these hobbies really don't matter that much. Maybe I should just abandon everything that means everything to me. And just, yeah, it's a cycle. Um, So I think that would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciate the way that you described it as being a lack of balance, because I mean, even in people that are just living normal lives, it's Mm -hmm. the balance of, you know, work and school and their social life. And as an athlete, you put a lot more factors into that because you have to take care of yourself you have to make sure that you're putting in the work at not only school and work but also in whatever sport that you're playing in because that is the high expectation of you from a lot of people like you have your teammates you have your coaches you have the program that you're in you may have your community your city you know it is a lot of pressure and I really appreciate you bringing that to light because it is a lot and it shouldn't have to be that way and since it is a lot, it should be talked about, hey, this is what you can do to take care of you. Hey, we should set up some time so you guys can relax, you guys can get a break, because if you keep on going at that rate of constantly doing so many things, constantly having so much pressure, you're going to fall back and you're going to feel burnt out. And I think that is something that maybe a lot of athletes deal with, but don't know how to bring up. And how do you think that mental health for athletes should be addressed? Um, So 
at the school that I was at or the university that I was at, um, we had a lot of mental health talks or kind of just like group meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one where every athlete was required to go. Um, So you had literally like the entire football team, the entire indoor volleyball team, beach volleyball team, soccer, basketball, men's, women's, everything. Um, So you had every athlete in there and you know, the person next to you is probably struggling. Everyone is going through the same things. Um, But I remember that meeting really striking a chord in me. Um, We had a guest speaker, I can't remember his name, but you know, he said some really impactful things. And of course, there were some athletes that, you know, don't resonate with it, or maybe they don't understand, you know, there are athletes out there that don't struggle with their mental health. And Mm -hmm. that's great. But there are people that do. Um, So, you know, that really helped. And as much as I loved that experience, um, action is what matters also after the fact um it's great to speak about it it's great to spread awareness but what are we really doing to actually help these athletes that are struggling um you know there's so many athletes that don't get help or ask for help and don't receive it and everyone waits until it's too late and you know, this is something really personal that I'm going to share, but I think I should share it because it was rough, but um, I went to someone in the program um, my last day being a part of the program, and I said to her, I don't want to become another story on the news of just another student athlete that, you know, kills themselves. That's just like the, that's exactly what I said. And because we do see so many stories nowadays, you know, going out, oh, this track athlete, this football athlete um, committed suicide, whatever. Um, And like in their notes, leave so many heavy details about how, you know, sports affected their decision, unfortunately. And I think that's a really big thing is that we need to take action and somehow set up systems to where athletes can receive the help that they need. Um, You know, there are programs that have brilliant sports psychologists on hand, you know. Um, Unfortunately, that wasn't the case at the university that I attended, which is, you know, not to blame them, I'm not at all. Um, But that is something that I wish I could see in every university. Um, I think every athlete, whether you have mental health struggles or not, can benefit from some type of sports psychology or counseling. Um, Because again, like I said, the culture of sports and just being an athlete in college in general um it is so harsh and unrealistic at points you know um and 
we've all trained our minds to think this way about like our sport and about what matters and all of that. So I think the biggest thing would be putting in place um, systems or support groups, just anything to give athletes some sense of you're not alone. And there are many, many, many other athletes around you struggling that don't want to see you go. So yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is setting in place new strategies. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. If we don't put any action into what we're spreading awareness to, especially when it comes to mental health, then it's not really going to be beneficial. And, you know, we constantly preach our physical health is just as important as our mental health. And can you tell us a little bit more about that experience and how you take care of your physical health and how that can play a factor in your mental health? So athletes, after practice, after training, whatever, whatever, um, usually go to rehab or some type of physical rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's like a big priority. Like you really have to do that. You have to go sit in the ice bath or sit with a heating pad or ice your knee for like 30 minutes in like this big machine. Um, whatever the case may be, you know, you go because you're like, oh, my body's falling apart, like, and I can't play my sport without it. But no one thinks about your mind. You know, like, are you going home and doing rehab for your mind and all of the things you just endured at practice and throughout the day? You know, like, no, no one's doing that. And it's something that nobody thinks about. And I genuinely hope that changes over the years, you know, like there has to be some type of thing that we can do to rehab our minds, basically, at the end of the day, because, you know, you can fix your physical health, you can be in the best, absolute best physical health of your life, and your mental health can absolutely take that all away from you, so I think it's a big thing that we should put importance on. So now that you have mentioned, you know, that there needs to be more action, can you tell us some ways that we can better support athletes with their struggles? A big thing is that I feel like people that aren't athletes feel like they can't help because they don't understand. And, you know, they see the warning signs and they don't know what to do because, it's kind of like, oh, well, every athlete's going to go through some hard times. Like, that's a hard thing to do. And, you know, people will just kind of tell you that, like, yeah, you're doing a, a really hard thing. You And a lot of people just say you should be proud of yourself. You know, you should be proud of what you've accomplished, where you've gotten with this, um, you know. And I don't think that's something any athlete really likes to hear when they're opening up about their mental health. You know, that was something that would really upset me for a long time. I couldn't understand why people didn't understand, you know? Um, And I felt like I was trapped in my body, like screaming for help. Like, why can't people just see that all of this is ridiculously hard and affecting my mental health? And I felt 
I felt like people were seeing the warning signs and were too scared or didn't know what to do to help, you know? Um, But I think the biggest thing you can do for your friend that, you know, maybe an athlete and struggling um, is do not ignore them. You know, if you don't know how to help, then you can even ask them, you know, if, if someone that's struggling hears, how can I help you? I'm not sure how to help, but I want to, I want to be there for you in some way, you know, that makes a difference. Like it can, it can make a huge difference. You know, like I think people think helping someone with their mental health has to be like such a huge gesture, but you know, it can be something as small as like a little text in the morning. You know, if I would have seen a text that morning from like a friend or whatever, um, maybe it would have helped. You know, like, just don't let your friends or even your teammates, if any athletes are listening, um, don't let your teammates isolate themselves. Give them an outlet if you can, if you're in the right space yourself. Um, Also, as an athlete, don't put yourself in a position where you're giving help to someone else that's struggling with their mental health but you're not helping yourself, you know, that's not very helpful for anyone. Um, Yeah, I think just the biggest thing is that not letting people who struggle with their mental health feel alone, because that's the worst thing. Um, Yeah. Definitely. And even for that alone, for anyone in general is a good thing, but especially for athletes, because you know, they're going through so much in their day-to-day lives and to do that alone is even tougher. So knowing that you have someone there that you can express your feelings to, that you can lean on in those times that you do need that extra support can be very beneficial. So now that we have gone over the struggles of athletes and your personal struggles, what advice would you give to athletes that are struggling with their mental health? The one thing that I would say is that your life is not bound to your sport forever. That's the biggest thing that I would tell athletes to take away from this. You go into collegiate athletics thinking, holy crap, I have made it. I finally got what I worked for you know, and I don't think that's something that anyone ever wants to give up, but if you want to, if you genuinely want to leave, and you can if you're not a scholarship athlete or anything of the sort, leave. It, I'm, It's not an easy thing, of course, absolutely not. That is not a small statement, but I just, I want people out there to know that it is okay to leave and to choose yourself and to go off on a different path. You know, it's a very scary thing. And if it comes to that, then absolutely do it. Your mental health, nothing is more important than your own well-being. And 
I think that a lot of athletes don't want to accept that, you know, mm-hmm. um, why would you ever give up something or why would you ever, yeah, give up something that meant so much to you, you know, mm-hmm. um, and why would you ever jeopardize that? You know, some people think that by asking for help, they're going to somehow jeopardize their image, their performance, anything, you know, asking for help does not mean you are weak. If anything, it means that you are stronger by being able to build up the courage to ask for help, you know? Um, And if there are any athletes out there listening and don't know where to go from where they're at, um, I am absolutely here to talk or to give advice. because it's, how do I say? It's just a really hard thing that no one wants to go through alone. And I think if you have anyone in your life that can understand or provide you support, you know, go to them. If you have a support system, don't be afraid to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another really big thing is, don't allow misinformation to go around your program. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're 18 to about 24 year olds. Um, There's, yeah, 18 to 24 year olds about. And, you know, some people can have some opinions that spread misinformation about mental health. And that can include your teammates, your peers, other teammates on other teams in your university. Um, You know, a lot of people like to make jokes about it, all that. And if you can and are willing to, absolutely stand up for what you believe in and for mental health awareness. Um, Educate your friends and your teammates, your coaches, if you can, um, just anyone around you, if that is something that's important to you, absolutely do it. Um, And also advocate for yourself. You know, um, I was in the student athlete advisory committee. And if that's something important to you, I would absolutely encourage you to join it at your university. but you can really advocate for yourself and fight for the things that athletes deserve that unfortunately we are still not getting. So that's just the biggest thing, advocating for yourself, for your teammates. I really appreciate the way that you said speaking up is not a weakness. Instead, it's a sign of strength because in order for you to perform your best, in order for you to be the best teammate, athletes, students, and any area of your life, you need to make sure that your whole well-being is okay, and that includes your mental health. And I have learned now that maybe the athletic environment does not allow for many athletes to feel comfortable or maybe embarrassed about speaking up about their mental health. But 
it is important and the more that we can talk about it and the more that you can be open about it especially with your teammates because they're probably going through the same thing that you are they're on the same team with the same workouts with the same practices and that can definitely be a support system if you just be open about it and if there's one last thing you can emphasize about athletes mental health what would you say I feel like a lot of people have you know this idea in their head of what someone with mental illness can look like which is just absolutely wrong in itself um but an important thing to remember when talking about student athlete mental health is that it's not just going to fit into one package you know you can have a star athlete on the number one team in the country struggling with suicidal ideation and absolutely no one will know about it, you know, because on the outside, they may just be keeping it all together, keeping it up for the spotlight, you know, all of that. And no one will ever sit there and think to ask that when they're winning all of these things, you know, no one just, it doesn't come across people's minds to think of that or ask that or offer help, you know, and an Instagram page that I had come across when I was still a student athlete was um, the hidden opponent. And, you know, no one ever really thinks about that either. When you're a student athlete, you're so focused on who your rival is, who you're trying to beat out, who you're who you're up against, you know, just anything. You're so focused on winning, you know, that's just the culture of it. And you don't take the time to realize the hidden opponent in your head, you know. You could be in a game and doubt yourself so much that you are your own opponent and you crumble and your mental health goes with it, you know. Um So I think that's just the biggest thing is offering help to, you know, the people that we would not think needed the help right away, you know. Um, So many people think that student athletes have just made it, you know, they've, they've accomplished what they needed to accomplish. They're at the their top of their game, you know social status, whatever, whatever it is that people think is so glamorous about being a student athlete, you know, it's not. That's the reality of it. And it's hard. And it's something that we need to address. And so yeah, that's just the biggest thing is not not letting these stereotypes strain who we give help to yeah and you brought that up earlier when you said we can't wait to take action until it's too late until they're at that point that they can't take it anymore we need to be doing it in the process while they're on the team while they're going through practices and like you said mental health does not discriminate no matter what position you are in no matter your ranking no matter what team you are on if these factors are constantly taking a toll on you, you're not taking care of them, it's 
gonna take a toll on you and you yeah. are gonna be affected so it's making sure that you are also being able to recognize that within yourself not pushing yourself too hard to the point where you can't even realize that you're struggling with your mm -hmm. mental health because like you said earlier athletes are constantly taking care of their physical health with rehab and making sure that they have everything aligned to perform at their best but that also means taking care of your mental health and checking in with yourself like okay after today's practice how do I feel do I feel like I'm enough am I proud of myself for what I did if I'm yeah. not let's analyze that and to make sure that we could show up better the next day so yeah. it's definitely taking that time to recognize it within yourself if you know you're good take that time to make sure your teammates are okay to make sure that other peers and different teams um, that they are also okay because at the end of the day you're all athletes and you're all going through a process and through a journey really that no one else can understand but yourselves. So um, lean on each other, check in with yourself and definitely ask help, ask for help when you need it. So thank you so much, Zuri, for sharing your personal experience, being so vulnerable with us. I know for any student athlete listening, they have now a friend that they can lean to. You yes. can hit up Zuri she is tagged on Amita Advocates on her page and she will be tagged when we upload this episode so please do not hesitate to reach out to Zuri she is a great person to have by your side and she will definitely not hesitate to help out so thank you so much again Zuri for talking about this I definitely learned a little bit more about what it is like to be a student athlete and Honestly, I really didn't know. I just thought it was difficult because, you know, being an athlete is hard in general. So I can only imagine what it was like. But now I truly do know. So thank you for bringing that awareness to that. Thank you for having me, Queen. And again, like she said, um, do, please do not be afraid to reach out to me. I am so serious. I love to help people. And especially when it comes to this, I'm very passionate about it. And you know, I've literally been through it myself. So um, I am here to offer all the advice and a shoulder to lean on to anyone that needs it. So yeah, love you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you learned a little bit more about student athletes' mental health, their struggles, and ways that we can better support them. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.